Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at ethospelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. Make sure you go and do that. We, uh, we can see the followers ticking upwards and we appreciate all the support. And you know, we're going to be here for the next 23 games. You know, 23 is a bit of a magic number. You know, Michael Jordan, LeBron at times has worn 23. In the AFL, Lance Franklin, uh, some of the all-time greats have worn that number. And, you know, it's also a magic number for us because it's how many games we had left before we went to Canada. Uh, we had the All-Star break, eight days off and seven because the, the gallant Pelicans had... Uh, a return practice a day early, and I appreciate the uh, the dedication to their craft and, and their desire to be great. And I think putting in extra work, it doesn't hurt you. You know, you take a day off, you sacrifice a bit of holiday, and, you know, we get the results, of course. That's the way it works. So before I get into the game against the Raptors, because we'll finish on that, and maybe this is a, a, um, a neutral pod, I'll say today. It's going to start really high. I'm going to talk about the All-Star game. We're going to talk about or All-Star Weekend, uh, pardon me, and, and the, the two key guys from the Pels who got to contribute in that. And then we're going to unpack this Raptors game. And one thing I want to say is I've been critical of people on Twitter at times, you know, being negative and, and unrealistically, uh, you know, criticizing players and criticizing Willie Green and, and things like that. And I, and I stand by those comments. At the time, I think there were some unnecessary things said. I thought it was, you know, uh, ridiculous takes out there. If you saw me on Twitter last night, you'd be saying I was being negative. But we need to separate, again, frustration from negativity. Because you've got to be realistic at this point. We, t- we talk about these games, these this final 23, well, 22 now, uh, after that debacle last night, as a sprint. The NBA season is a marathon, and then you get to that last, I don't know, what, two, three hundred metres, and you see the end. Anyone that's run a marathon, not me, but uh, what I imagine, uh, you see it in the Olympics, 
and they just put the afterburners on. You know, everyone just turns their head and says, nah, it's winning time now. And they somehow gather this extra burst of strength to um, to push themselves to the finish line. And we see some amazing finishes in marathons, uh, particularly when guys have been neck and neck the whole time. We can draw that analogy into the Western Conference. We now have 22 games left. Everyone's around that mark, 23, 22 left, depending on you know how many games they cram into this last month and or so of the season. And the West are all neck and neck. They're all clumped together. You know, you watch the Tour de France and everyone is um, you know clumped together in the peloton and, and then uh, they have the breakaway group. And we've seen a couple of people, a couple of teams at the top of that. We've seen the Nuggets, we've seen the Grizzlies, the Kings are up there as well. You know, they're at that front sort of uh, jacket wearing uh, part of the, um, the the tour, and we're sort of in the middle. Three games back, well, two. Well, I think we're three games back now from third or fourth, but only two back from thirteenth. We're all running together. So what that means is every advantage you can get, every win you can t- get, matters. Because at the end of the leg or at the end of the season, the regular season, we get to play playoffs. That's a reward. You get bonuses for being ahead. You get rewarded for being ahead at the end of the, at the end of the game, the end of the the season. But it comes down to determination. It comes down to want. It comes down to putting in energy. It comes down to communication. It comes down to desire. And what I saw last night against the Raptors lacked that. There was one player, Brandon Ingram, who was exempt from this. He was absolutely unreal, and I will not fault anything he did. Because he put his team on his back, and he willed them, despite everyone else on that team doing everything they could to not assist him achieve that goal. There's no such thing as honourable losses when you want to go to the playoffs. If, if we're at that point and we can say, oh, you know, uh, I need to get my team in the, in the right position to be successful, yeah, you do. Willie Green talking about that after the game. That's his, it's his go-to line, you know, I need to go and reflect. You do. Because what I saw was, was woeful coaching, poor decision-making on the, on the field, and then it proceeded to just completely... Uh, throw away a really winnable game against a team that didn't have their best player in in Fred Van Vliet. Disappointing. Unseriousness. So we'll get to that. We'll finish off on on that because, you know, there was was much more exciting things in that eight days off. Um, But I sort of went on my little roll there and I'm holding back. I promise you I am. We'll, uh, We'll unpack that probably after the break. But... All-Star Friday night. We kicked off with the celebrity game. Pretty much a non-event. Um, was it DK Metcalf, who's absolute man mountain, just dominated uh, as he should. He's massive human and uh, and completely and utterly decimated the competition. Um, awesome shot at the end by some random D-grade celebrity uh, to go in, but he was about seven seconds too late and that Everyone was celebrating like he'd won the game, but instead he just hit a half-court shot. And so he didn't win the game and you didn't win a million dollars. That's um, Or if you're in Indiana, uh, two grand. But um, 
You know, that was it was just a spectacle, you know, it's entertainment. We then get the rookie showcase, which is the uh, the rock was it the Jordan Rising Stars Challenge, um, which is now like a four game uh, rotation, uh, you know, double brackets, um, two two games, four teams, winners uh, go into a grand final, first to forty in the first round, first to twenty five in the grand final. We had two, you know, uh, participants in that. Trey Murphy, and also Jose Alvarado. Now, that was fun. Jose was mic'd up. He's become a bit of the media darling. They all seem to like him. They love his story. The national media are all over him, and uh, it's well-deserved. I thought he was fantastic, and, and what he brought in that game, you know, he was chatting, he was up and about, he was cheering for his teammates, and then he hit the game winner in the grand final and won the MVP. So, you know, unreal. Really uh, well-deserved. He played excellent that Quinton Grimes was getting going in the grand final and then they subbed Jose back in and the kid didn't touch it again. So, uh, And then Jose goes and wins a game for him. Really impressive. And, um, you know, he, he walks away with a bit of silverware and, and you've got to be happy with that. That's great to see our young guys being, uh, you know, the brightest star on that biggest stage, especially amongst their peers. That's, that's really exciting. And when it's an undrafted guy, even more so. So... Congrats to Jose on that. Really awesome. And, um, you know, for me, uh, it holds him in good stead because the team is in two parts at the moment. It's got a heap of veterans and it's got a heap of young guys. And if the young guys can keep improving and getting that confidence and, you know, getting those reputations, that only raises the floor for us. The ceiling is where, as far as Zion wants to take us. But the floor is, is you know, the, the sum of your weakest parts. And if you're young guys, let's say they're the weakest because um, it's still developing, continue to improve, your floor gets higher. And the worst that you play is going to be pretty good. So we continue to see that improvement. And, you know, besides against the Raptors. Into Saturday night, we head to... Well, they had the three-point comp. That was, you know, all right. Dame won that. Um, had the skills challenge, which was just bizarre. And uh, they should retire that permanently because it's... I don't understand why you'd put a whole heap of non-shooters in a shooting competition, but that's okay. Um, and then we have the dunk contest. Now, this has been always hammered for the last few years. I think Zach Levine and, and uh, Aaron Gordon really ruined it with how good theirs were. Everything will be compared to that forever. They're the best dunk contests I've ever seen and uh, probably will ever see again. And so we saw this... Well, firstly, Carl Malone, which, you know, I'll mention him purely because um, of how ridiculous it is that he's allowed anywhere near um, a place with children. But he really, um, we saw a dunk contest that completely, um, I suppose, moved it in the right direction. We saw Matt McClung, G League player, can dunk, living hell out the ball. And Trey Murphy, they go, they go dueling. And we know Trey Murphy can jump out of the gym. And he was um, he was fantastic. I think Trey Murphy had probably the most technical dunk at, um, at All-Star Weekend with the Tomahawk half-spin back scratcher between the legs, you know, dunk that he did, windmill dunk. That was by far the hardest. If Matt McClung did that, it's a 50. But, you know, apparently get penalized for being 6'9". Um so that was disappointing. But then again, that's not to take away from Mac. I think he, he won the dunk contest for sure. I mean, there was no question of how good he was. Um, I just think Trey was robbed of a couple of 50s. I, I, I still think that Mac rightfully won. 
And, uh, you know, I'm not going to dispute any of that and say Trey was robbed. I just think he deserved a couple more 50s because he had some really cool dunks. But anyway, you know, it's all for fun. Uh, and I think Trey Murphy got a lot of uh, respect around the league for how well he participated and how well he held himself. Um, you know, we saw a lot of the videos of these guys, Jose, Trey, uh, the young guys running around interviewing other players and, you know, really working um, the microphone there, which I like to see. It shows their personality. And there wasn't many other young guys, well, that we got to see uh, running around doing that same thing. And when you've got that opportunity, you know, that holds you in good stead for future uh, development. It shows leadership. It shows confidence, being able to public speak. All of those things come into becoming a well-rounded NBA player. You need to be in front, well, you are in front of the camera. So you need to be able to communicate and, uh, you know, be confident. And I don't think there's any problem with Trey or Jose in terms of confidence. Um, then we had the All-Star game, bit of a non-event. Um, I think they scored like a million points to a million points and one or something. And no one defended and no one was really interested in it. So, you know, we move on and they need to work out what they're going to do with that. Or, you know, whether or not there has to be some sort of rule that you need to score so many or or um, or you have to defend so much or otherwise you can sit on the bench. But there's no accountability in that. No one really cares. And we watch it. We're going to watch it anyway. Like, let's be honest. We'll whinge about it. They The NBA got a little bit of buzz uh, about the All-Star Weekend hashtag and... Uh, you know, then, then we move on and now we're back into the games. So, all in all, perfectly great break. Uh, Pelicans came back early and, you know, congrats to Jose and also Trey for runner-up in the dunk contest and Jose for the um, for that MVP. Very awesome and uh, a great representation of the Pelicans at uh, All-Star Weekend in, in um, Salt Lake City. So, we'll go to a break, we'll come back and we're going to, unfortunately, unpack this Raptors game. And so, if you're ready for my... Uh, dripping sarcasm well settle in because that's what's coming so we'll be back after this presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Alright everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans. Thanks for listening to all of the uh, adverts in the middle. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you sat through it all. Um, okay, so I've sat forward in my chair. Um, I've sat forward in my chair and, and I've... I've, I've uh, we're going to get real. Let's get real. We're going to talk about the, uh, the debacle in Toronto. The tussle in Toronto? Let's find some sort of name for it. I don't know. The turmoil in Toronto. Uh, we flew up there. We came back a day early because we're admirable like that. Um, you know, CJ made a big song and a dance about having to work on his day off. Um, but it didn't show that he did. Uh, we lost 115 to 110. We were down by 15 at one point. Um, first quarter, we woke up uh, and it was the third quarter. And um, yeah, slept walk through the first two quarters. Bad basketball, bad rotations. I don't we started with Josh Richardson instead of Trey, so the spacing was all funky straight away. That's not to discredit Josh Richardson because he got a heap of good steals and defended the living daylights out of it. It just afforded uh Brandon Ingram absolutely no room to operate because they all like to shoot mid range. And uh and Herb is not the spacing threat that uh that Trey is. So, you know, there's gotta be reflections on the um, at the review committee when they review this game and look at the film, there's got to be some discussions about being able to be flexible on your rotations. If you're the coach, and this is directly, I'll look down the barrel of the microphone to Willie Green. If you're the coach, you don't have to give anyone minutes. You don't have to give anyone a certain number of shots. You don't have to appease anyone. The buck stops with you. Between the lines of tip-off to the final siren, do what you want. And if there's someone telling you you can't do that, then you need to stand up for yourself and say, I need to have this autonomy. Because some of those rotations, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the benefit of the doubt and say someone else told you to do this. Because I... I don't think I have too much respect for you to think that you would just sub players out when we were on a roll. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. And we talked about this with David Grubb that we need someone there that can get in your ear, perhaps a senior coach that has no aspirations of taking a job, and say, just leave him in for a couple more minutes. Just leave him in. Just leave him in for a couple more minutes. Because there were some blunders. There were some blunders. And um, it was very obvious which players you trust and which players you don't trust. So, frustrating. And, you know, you, I mean, everyone who watched it knows what situations they were. There was uh, a run, went on a 7-0 run at the end of the third uh, with Brandon Ingram, Jose, uh, I think Najee was on. It might have been Trey as well. And then um, Larry, I think, was on. Raptors force a timeout because we cut it back to eight. Fantastic. Look at us cooking. B.I. had had something like 12 in the third quarter. And then we start up and B.I.'s sitting on the ground. And Siakam comes in. B.I.'s sitting on the on the bench. And C.J.'s in. And then they go on an 11-4 run to close the, <laughs> close the third quarter. And all of a sudden, you've dug yourself a hole again. If B.I.'s not healthy and can't play an extra two minutes of a quarter knowing that he's about to get a break, and he's just had a timeout, 
what are we doing? Why is he playing? Because I can guarantee Brandon didn't say, yeah, cool, take me out. Because from what I know of him, he likes to play. I don't know. It was bizarre. And then we blunder again. JV has got four fouls. And I'm going to confirm that he finished with four. People say that he had five. How many did he have? So he had four personal fouls in the last quarter. So he had two to give. And we take him out about the five and a half minute mark. And we're, we were on a bit of a roll. So we took him out. Pirtle got one offensive rebound and one. Two offensive rebounds and one. Blocked the ball off the other side. Got another offensive rebound and M1. And Jonas is standing next... Well, after about four minutes, Jonas stands up with two minutes to go. He goes and stands alongside Willie Green. And we bring him back in and go on a run. Did we have timeouts left? Like, what... What were we doing? What was the... What was the idea... If Jonas gets two fouls in five minutes, well, that's on him. Then you put Billy Hernan Gomez in. I just, I don't understand. It's a head scratcher. And that goes down to coaching. I don't, I don't go to the assistants. The assistants, I couldn't, I couldn't care less. It doesn't come down to them. You're the one standing on the sideline with your clipboard. You have to be better than this. I know you're in your second year. I know it. But you've been to the playoffs. You've played, you've, you've coached this team. You know what you've got in front of you. The buck stops with you, Willie Green. You need to be better than that because what happens is you threw that game away. Now, oh, well, you know, Gary Trent hit a good shot down the stretch. Shouldn't have mattered. We go quarter by quarter, 23 to 19, 31 to 26, 38 to 20, 32. It was almost siren to siren. Last quarter, 33 to 23 in favor of us. You dug yourself a hole from the start. And every time you had an advantage, you took it away. Jonas was murdering Pirtle out there. He wasn't getting his fouls from Pirtle. He was getting his fouls from the guys at the point of attack defense, letting them run past him. Boucher going coast to coast. We had Siakam going coast to coast. Precious Achua going coast to coast. How is that okay? How is a center allowed to run coast to coast? Get in front of them. That comes down to your guards. It comes down to Herb Jones gambling. You put your center in foul trouble because you leave him out, you hang him out to dry by not picking up the person running downhill. If you've got to bump the person, then bump the person. Stop what happens because a foul up there on one of your guards, you've got that many defensive guards now. If Herb gets a foul, that's okay because there's Najee and there's Josh Richardson, and there's also Dyson coming back. There's enough fouls to give that you can just put another one out there. It's so infuriating, and I'm still now I think about it again. I'm mad, but it was it was just ridiculous. Turnovers. You have seven turnovers. What in the first half, first quarter, I think almost. Somehow we we drew in points off turnovers, twenty-one to twenty-one. But that's outrageous. You can't do that. You can't let yourself get in a hole. We shot 38% from the first in the first half from the field. We had a bucket load of free throws. Bucket load. Somehow they managed to make that 25 apiece in free throws. I don't know how that happened. Because in that first half, the only reason we were even close to being in the game is because they bailed us out with free throws that they were not giving on the other end. Man. 
we hit 13 three-pointers, which is like some of the best shooting that we've had. 43% from three. 23 assists is not enough. Come on. Offensive rebounding, 11-6. to six. That's the game. That's the game there. And it happened when Larry Nance came on the court. And I love Larry. I think he is a great contributor. I think in situations he is fantastic. But you cannot take out the one advantage that you have in Jonas Valanciunas when you're playing a seven-footer. It's unfair on Larry to be put on a seven-footer that loves to offensive rebound. It's not fair on him. He's not going to be strong enough to move this guy. And then you switch, and he switches out on, onto the perimeter. And then it's CJ guarding him. Like, come on, what are we doing? It's, it's a head-scratcher because you had eight days off. You, everyone was fresh. Everyone was back. I, I just do not understand it. This shot-hunting mentality. Yeah, what's CJ? He ended up, I don't know how he ended up 50%, 8 of 16 shooting. I do not know it because he was woeful. He was really bad. Brandon Ingram had six turnovers. I don't know how that happened. But he ended up with 36 points, so he did his job. Frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. I mean, Trey Murphy had 23 minutes. I don't know why he's lost his starting role. I mean, if you want to play a defender, then take Herb off. Because Herb was woeful. I'm sure he was... was, Well, he wasn't even that good at defending. He was, was at times, bad. Playing Olay, gambling. Gambling, dancing. Uh, defense. Annoying. But... So how do we fix this? You know, I... I can I can ramble on and be disappointed and be upset and things like that. But there's no point in just getting on everyone and, and not saying that, well, I mean, I can't do it better. I'm a professional coach. I'm a professional basketballer. But I've watched enough of it to say what the things they missed that are usually evident in Pelicans basketball. That's what they call it, Pelicans basketball. That's the brand that they want to play. They play with intensity. At times, we're lackadaisical. The spark plugs weren't providing spark. And, I mean, besides the fact that it shouldn't take the starters, someone to come off the bench to kickstart your offense, um, the ball stuck. It stuck all the time. You know, Brandon Ingram was phenomenal. Phenomenal. But he had to work so hard for his points. He had to work so hard. If we didn't have him, if we he missed like two or three more shots, we get beaten by like 20 points. Just because of the gravity that he was pulling, because he was so deadly on the court they had to respect him and when you waste a game like that you know he almost had 40 points and we wasted that opportunity to win the schedule coming up is not easy all the teams that we got to play i know it says oh we got the you know these are the easiest thing but we're in the west every team's basically drawn no we're playing the 13th yeah but they're one game behind us so you know how is that um how is that good we've got to play the warriors lakers we got to play um, Spurs always upset us. OKC always upset us. There's, there's teams there that we've got to play. Rockets always this time of year play pretty free. The Kings we've got to play. They'll beat us because they're a better side as well. We never played them with De'Aaron Fox yet. The schedule isn't easy. 
And despite that we say, oh, you know, it's soft, well, we've got to play the Magic. Magic beat us last time. So, upswing. This is in the rearview mirror. The guys can't be happy with that. You can't be, like, happy about the result. It was, it was cold in, in, you know, Toronto. Okay, I'll give you that. It's a fun city. Maybe you're out on the Terps too late last night. Accountability is what we really need. You know, we need to play with intensity. We need to be accountable. We need uh, leadership from the coaching staff. The coaching staff need to stand up and say, guys, that wasn't good enough. And I'm sure they are. I'm sure Willie Green's sitting there going, man, I'd made some blunders. But we need to have that accountability and we need to have that communication across the bench saying, hang on, nah, nah, we're, we're doing something wrong here. If you don't trust your team, then get rid of your team. Get someone else. Get someone you trust. And this, will, I'm, I'm sure they'll clear house in the in the off season. I think you have to. Um, not Willie Green. I think he's I think he's solidified. But getting uh, some coaching staff that weren't all applying for his job, I think, is going to be critical. We've had some some long term holdovers there, and you know, from all three of the last coaches, these guys have, have been there, um, which is tough because you know we have got some great people there. But perhaps that is is what we need to do is is clear house and and find people that Willie Green hand selects. I need this guy. I want this guy. This guy brings this. He's played for enough coaches. He's coached with enough coaches. Go and get people that you like that will help you make you better coach. Um, what I need to see is I need CJ to accept that he is the two I see in until Zion comes back. You can't try to pretend that you're Dame Lillard. You can't pretend you're Steph Curry because you're not. You know what you are. You can get hot and you can score the ball. Play within the offense. You don't need to go shot hunting. You, you got 16 shots. No, you got... Yeah, you got 16 shots. Plus all the ones that you turned into free throws or turnovers. You, you're going to get your opportunity. Don't go shot hunting. You need to play within the offense. It's 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 simple. We need to feed Jonas Valanciunas. If he has an advantage inside, give it to him. Because what he happens is he misses, and then he, or if he does miss, he jumps up and grabs it because he's massive. Or he passes out. There was a great pass from the post out to Najee Marshall, open three. Trust your players. Play with some. Play with like the the, the every game you lose is another. You know, kick out of the um. Jenga tower that is the playoffs. Every time you lose a game, we take two of the little stands out and then all of a sudden you're just standing on that little middle block in the Jenga tower and it's swaying and you're going, well, geez, this makes it tougher because then your next time, you've got to pull it out again. Got to get serious. That's what I want. And I'm sure, I'm sure the guys will do that. Now, this has obviously been a pretty... Um, you know, disciplinary pod. And for me, this is my my venting because I, I, it's frustrating. It is as a fan. I feel sorry for people that, you know, pay money to go and see them. I've only done it a couple of times. But if they're going to continue to dish this up, well, what's the point of the playoffs? You can't win on the road. You know, we're 10 and 20 on the road. We're 30 and 30 overall and 20 and 10 at home. You only get to play a couple of games at home. You go to a, a seven-game series. Awesome. You get your first two, I'll say you, you finish seventh. You play two away, then you get two at home. 
we you can't win on the road. So what happens? You you down two, then you go home and you drop one of them, then you down three one. Then we're sitting back here again in June. And they're all sitting alongside me watching. So disappointing, but it's time to get serious. It really is. So I think that's enough of my carry on. We'll be back against the Knicks. We've got the Knicks coming up. We're on the road five of the next six. Um got Portland a couple of times, which, you know, they're up and about. They'll be trying to make a push regardless of who's on the court. Um, and I think the only home game is against Portland coming up for Pride Night. Uh, so make sure you show out at uh, the Smoothie King Centre for that. Otherwise, I'm going to leave it at that. This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. At Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Thank you for tuning in and indulging me as I vent about a terrible game in Canada. Uh, Stay safe. We'll be back after the next game. And of course, bye bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.